Welcome everybody again to another edition of Drunk Agile. As always, you we have your your we are your co-hosts. Uh, I'm Daniel Vacanti, and we're not drunk yet, believe it or not. Uh, my name is Daniel Vacanti, and with me, um, as ever, is Pratik Singh. How is everyone? Um, yeah, well, I hope everybody's keeping well. I mean, we're still, still kind of in the midst of the the craziness that is the yeah. world in 2020. So, I hope everybody's keeping keeping well and keeping safe. Um, and maybe we've got a little bit of something to, to distract you from from all, from all the troubles going on outside. So, kind of with that, let's 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 talk about drinking our troubles away. Um, I don't know, Pratik, do you want to go first, or do you want me to go sure. first? Sure. I, I I have once again the Abelauer, probably one of my favorites. The Abunat, that's a fifty nine point nine percent sherry cask, non chill filtered. Just so everybody knows, that's a repeat. I think from our, was our very our very first episode, assuming we're doing very these. repeatable. Yeah, <laughs> that's a repeat. Um, I, on the other hand, do not have a repeat. And to keep to keep our streak going, again, assuming that we're going to be doing this in order. So this, I think, is the third week in a row that at least one of us has had has had a Glendronic. So I selected a twenty three year old Glendronic. Now, what's a little bit special about this one is it is a, um, it's a bourbon barrel. It was aged in a, in a, a bourbon cask. And I think I was, Pratik, I think I was telling you earlier when I was at the Glendronic yeah. Distillery, within the past, yeah, the past several years, they've moved exclusively to sherry casks. Um, so because this one's 23 years old, this is, I think this is one of the last batches that they did uh, in a bourbon barrel, which I probably shouldn't be drinking mm -hmm. it, but. I'm going to drink it anyway. Uh, 53.9%. So um, you get whiskey to drink it. Exactly. You don't, you don't buy good whiskey, you just rent it. Isn't that the same? Uh, okay. So cheers, everybody. Um, I'm hoping everybody has got a glass of their favorite tipple as well because, oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> because we have kind of a, a, a heavy topic. Now, although, you know, Pratik and I don't think it's all that heavy, but for whatever reason, whenever we try to explain this, people's eyes just glaze over and they don't, they don't quite get it. So just like when we try to explain anything else. That's true. How do, I, how do, you, tell, how do you tell the difference? Man, this is good. This is a good one. I invite everybody to try this. Um, so what we'll do as kind of a departure, what, what I'd like to do, I'm gonna just take a couple minutes to, to introduce the problem. Um, and then um, I'm gonna say this, that Pratik is gonna do most of the talking, but of course I will interrupt him and I will monopolize the conversation, um, you know, as always. But, you know, hopefully, Pratik, I promise I'll, I'll give you a chance to say something. Yeah. Um, so in the, previous, in the previous episodes, we've been talking mostly about how to do forecasts for multiple items and specifically how to use Monte Carlo simulation to answer questions like, well, you know, we have a hundred items in our backlog. How long is it going to take for those hundred items to get done? Or we have a release coming up in six months. How many things can we get done in the next six months? Right. And, we, and Pratik and I gave you various techniques and tips on how, on both how to answer those questions and how not to answer those questions. Um, so we've kind of been, you know, laying, laying the groundwork of, of Monte Carlo simulation, um, which means we're now ready to answer probably a much more interesting question, which is, let's say that we have a list of features. So let's say, you know, we're, we're a team or we're a department or whatever um, that's, that's working. We have, we have a backlog of, 
I don't know what, 18 features is 18 mm-hmm. of the number. That's, so let's mm-hmm. say we've got 18 features that, that you know, we, we want to get done uh, in the next release. And let's say, uh, for example, those 18 have a priority. Um, and let's say that we want to get all 18 of those things done by a certain date. Um, how can we use Monte Carlo to, to answer that question? Um, should I just give it to you right there, Pratik, or should I say sure. a little bit more? Or because I mean, because um, yeah, if you can start with maybe traditionally how people might yeah. think they might answer that, and then talk about why that's wrong, if you can maybe help us out there. Well, let's 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 start with everything that we have talked about so far, right? We've talked about based on what we have talked about how you would go about answering that question. We've said look at your team's throughput, run Monte Carlo simulation on top of that throughput, you know, randomly sample the throughput and assign it to future days and run that thousands of times to find out what percentage of those um, of those simulations end up with all these features getting done. Um, and assuming, as you said, that we have a priority order on this, you could probably find what, what percentage have feature number three completing, feature number five, seven, how, how deep can we go in that priority order based on the number of stories that we have. So I don't know if you let me, if I can interrupt. I told you I was gonna interrupt you. Um, yeah, so yeah. Let, me, let me ask you a question, because you know I was drinking and I wasn't listening to you. Um, but did, 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 did you say you would, you actually know, say the, know the number of stories in those features? Well, yeah, let's say, let's say that, yeah, you, you know kind of, you have a decent idea that these features are gonna be this size, or maybe you've already started working on a bunch of them, and you already know that, oh, these are about this size, and, and this is what, what we're planning on getting done. So we add up, we add up for the, as an input into our Monte Carlo simulation. We take all those features, we add up, potentially add up all the number of stories and let, you know, we come up with, I don't know, making up 270, 80, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. 203, whatever it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're like, okay, how long is it gonna take us to get these 203 stories done? We can run our traditional Monte Carlo. And like you said, it gives us a percentage, you know, a percentage chance of getting those 70, 80, 203, whatever. Yep. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay, what's... Uh, that's a traditional way of doing it. So what's far. so what's that that seems reasonable to me. Why why wouldn't we do that? That I mean that's that's how I would approach it. Why 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 yeah. is that why is that problematic? So so it's it's a great place to start. To begin with a place, great place to start. It's making a few assumptions. Assumption number one, which is essentially the assumption behind Monte Carlo, the way we talk about it regardless, is that the future looks a little bit like the past. So we can use the past to predict the future. Assumption number two, which we don't explicitly talk about, which we are talking about today, is just because we have a priority order, we're working in strict priority order, as in we're gonna get all of feature one done, then all of feature two done, then all of feature three done. And for most teams, for most departments, whatever level you're running that Monte Carlo on, that's not usually true. That, that's not usually, um, it, it's either not doable or teams aren't usually doing it, but it's not usually true. And not accounting for that assumption leads us down a very dangerous path. But it, so if I can, again, if I can interrupt you, um, I don't know if this is the right place to talk about it, but, w- but will you be mentioning, I mean, what, what about the objection? Well, but if we have to get all 18 features done anyway, 
Who cares yeah. about priority? Why, why does why does priority matter? Are you going to talk about that now, or, we, or should we wait? And I think we, I think we should I think we should wait wait on it a little bit because because okay. uh, as we uh, as we talk more and more about how this concept of um, how many features because really what we're talking about is how many features are we working on at the same time as it comes into play it would be great to to kind of reveal how that progression goes and and where we end up being meanwhile Nisha is being extra active today. I'm I'm pretty sure she's going to be the star of this show. Nobody's yeah, going to tune in to listen to us. They're all going to want. She to doesn't know even have to drink whiskey. So yeah, what's what's yeah. Nisha doing? Yeah. By the way, Nisha hates whiskey. Just FYI. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah, she's German. What are you going to do? <laughs> um, okay, so the second, so the first assumption was um, the like past. The future looks like the past, which yeah, yeah, and that's fine. I mean, I think we can live with that one. Second one is that we have a priority and that we're working in priority order. And then the third assumption that you, you kind of alluded to, I don't know if you said yep. specifically, did you say it specifically, which is? I don't think I said it specifically, no, no. But okay, but so the third assumption is so what? The third assumption is that we are working only one feature at a time. Right. Yeah, that, that's, that's assumption number three and that, that, that potentially is the most dangerous of those assumptions. Hopefully, if anybody has studied flow and anybody has studied things like Little's Law, you know that the assumption of only working on one thing at a time is a very, 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 very dangerous thing. Think, think about your existing context. How many times are you only working on one feature or one project or one thing at a time? Um, okay, so, so walk us through why, the, why that's, um, where, where, where those assumptions break down um, and you know, how, how they manifest themselves in forecasts, yeah, if you can. Probably, probably the best way to do it is actually do it by example. Okay. We're already waving our hands too much on this thing. So I'm going to show an example here. And, and, and while this is coming up, oh, there it is. I can, can see it now, yeah. Perfect. Um, you, 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 what you're seeing is actually the same, the same uh, file duplicated on both sides. So you're not seeing double. That's intentional. You'll see why. How many drinks? Despite the fact, despite the fact that, that Dan's almost at the end of that class, is <laughs> not seeing double. Um, okay, but if you can just kind of run us very quickly, what, yeah. what are we looking at here? What, what, what you're looking at, at least this, this colorful portion that you're looking at, that table that you're looking at, is, um, is a table of, of, of features. Uh, I'll just go column by column. The first is the description of the feature, the name of the feature. Second is the priority of that feature. And you'll see, the, as we said earlier, 18 features. You'll see that priority number goes all the way from 1 to 18. The third column there is a number of stories that we, we currently know are in that feature, or currently expect to have in that feature. This team has done some level of analysis, they've even spotted some of these features, uh, what we expect to have in that feature. And the last column there is the chance to finish that feature within the release um, as calculated by Monte Carlo. So we, we ran this for the next 30 days uh, as in, and, and said, for this team, whatever their throughput was, if I, if I run Monte Carlo, assuming we have 30 days to go in the release, what is the chance that each of these features gets done? And as you can see from our earlier discussion, as you go down in priority order, that chance to finish decreases from 100 to 99 to 77, all the way down to 1.7. So as, as, these, as these stories keep uh, accumulating, <laughs> accumulating, the, the, the chance to finish keeps going down. I'm pretty sure accumulating is not a word. 
I know that's why I changed it to accumulatingly. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay, good. <laughs> I wanted to say cumulatively adding up, but accumulating does that. Okay, yeah, all right. So, so just to reiterate, this is the case where all of those assumptions that you just mentioned are in place. Yes. Um, specifically that we have a priority and that we are, this Monte Carlo is assuming we're only working on one feature at a time and that we're getting yeah. number one priority feature done before we start the second priority feature and then we get the second priority feature right. done before we start, right, okay. So for example, in this case, by the time we get to this feature number seven, we have done five plus one plus two plus one plus one plus seven stories. And then we're gonna do the 13 that are in that feature number seven. So we're gonna okay. keep going down. But this is, this, is great. this is great, I wish I had this for my job. What's, what's, what's wrong with this? So again, this has that, uh, that assumption number three in place, which is that we're working in, in uh, we're not only are we working priority, we're working one feature at a time. I am not touching feature two at all, unless I've finished all stories of feature number one. Right. Which again, as I said earlier, does not happen to be true in, in, in most scenarios, in most real world cases, that's not true. There might be places there is, it is true, but most places it isn't. And okay, in fact, so in, in my context, the teams I work with are um, all upwards of 15 people. So it's, it's very unlikely that they're working on only one feature at a time. All right, so let's, let's, let's look at it. Okay, so what, what happens? I don't know, what, what's, what should, we, should we start with if we're working on two things at a time? Or yeah, so, so let's, let's, let's do the same thing. Now, now, before we even show the results of working on two things at a time, let's, let's, let's see what, just practically speaking, what happens when we're, when we're working on two, two features at a time. Um, if our feature whip is two, um, we're working on these two features. When one gets done, we pull the next one in. When the next one gets done, we pull the next one in. And as, as, as either of those features goes down to zero stories, we pull the next one in. That is how we would model that in Monte Carlo as well. To say, at any point of time, two features are active. When one feature gets done, we pull the next highest priority in. When the next feature gets done, we pull the next highest priority in. If we do that, the throughput of the team that so far had been contrib contributing towards only one feature bifurcates and contributes towards two features at a time. So the, the, the probability of finishing, the chance to finish starts to decrease a little earlier than you would expect. So let me show you what, so I'm gonna keep the left pane frozen where uh, we're showing the, uh, the Monte Carlo with a feature whip of one. And I'm going to scroll down to when, when it's feature whip of two. So as soon as we change that feature whip to two, as you can see right here, um, you can see that these numbers start to change a little bit. There, yeah, there's our, uh, immediately there's kind of some interesting things that, that pop out. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if yeah, you want to talk see, about it. And so just, just, just for the color coding, I haven't, I haven't gone into it yet. This is just arbitrary color coding that I came up with essentially to say anything that's above 85% is considered green. We're highly confident this will get done. Anything between 65 and 85 is considered yellow. Um, that this is, this is starting to become too risky. Anything below 65 is just red. This is risky enough, we need to talk about it. And for the, for the astute viewer out there, you can see on that left pane, there is, there's that text that kind of explains that, that, that showing right now. So you've probably seen that, but mm -hmm. yes, okay. But the, the color coding is, is arbitrary, but, but it, is, it is instructional. So, so let's, let's talk about, obviously some colors have changed here. What, what, what's going on here, Pratik? What's, what, what's yeah, happening uh, with our feature with two? If you look at that, that feature that used to be yellow, which was that priority number nine, 
it has it has gone deep red. It has gone from seven from from seventy seven point seven percent of the simulations having it finish um, to only twenty three point three or twenty three point four percent of simulations going. This thing can get done. And and literally the the only difference between these two panes is that feature whip. We haven't changed the underlying throughput. We haven't changed, as you can see, the number of stories attached to each feature. We've not changed the priority. The only thing we've changed is, is running the simulations as if we are working on two features at a time. Yeah, and there's, there's an interesting thing here. I mean, the thing that kind of jumped out at me too is you can see that um, assess, accessibility for retirement plans actually went mm -hmm. from red to green and yeah. solidly green. Yeah, um, it's, 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 it's really interesting that, that something that's much lower priority uh, all of a sudden becomes a much higher uh, has all, all of a sudden has a high chance to finish. Which there's an undercurrent here that the argument could be made potentially that working, working, actually working on more things is, is potentially better, um, which is quite possibly true. And I don't know, maybe, I don't know, maybe that might be something for, uh, we probably shouldn't <laughs> talk about that in this, in this particular thing, but assuming a feature whip of one um, and only working on in a way of, of a feature whip of one might, might not necessarily be optimal. Right, um, and this might help reinforce that, but that that's a separate topic altogether. But some, yeah, some just some interesting results. So the yellow went from kind of solidly yellow to solidly red, and then right. the um, next one, number ten priority, went from solidly red to well, actually kind of marginally red to yeah, solidly green. Red. Solidly green, yeah. And, still. That, and you can even see the one after that went from about thirty-four to fifty-three, which is still a decent jump. Yep. Um, but. Let's keep going down this track and let's make it, let's make it feature whip of three. Let's. Let's do that. Mm. Now you can see that, the, that, 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 I mean, the same trend sort of continues. That feature number nine, which had gone from 77 down to, what was it, 23 odd, is now down to single digits. That's, yeah. I mean, that... For people watching at home, that 5.42% for all intents and purposes is zero, right? Zero, I mean, yeah. That's not going to get done, um, you know, in, the, in this scenario anyway. But, but the one after you, it. I was going to say, for you, for you Dungeons and Dragons fans, that's a, that's a critical hit. Yeah. <laughs> or a critical miss, either yeah. way. Yep. Um, that's so, uh, yeah, we're rolling, well, we're rolling a D20 and we've got to get exactly yep. one or something like mm -hmm. that. Um, yeah, so, uh, but, but the accessibility for retirement plans actually looks better. Yeah, <laughs> as, bad, looks as bad as mobile view looks, accessibility looks even better. Well, well the, what, what's actually, and further down, if you, if you, if you go further down the list, um, you can see that there were, there were, there were features that were in this, like there was one feature there, the uh, W4 shared and mobile web experience, um, it, it went from single digits up to, up to 31, 32%. Um, and, and in fact, one of the other features, the pay availability one has, is now above 50% chance. So, yeah, I mean, if you're a product owner, you're kind of loving, loving the world right now. Cause you're like, Oh, so you're saying there's a chance, right? Yeah. I mean, I've gone the pay availability. I've gone from 17% to 52%. Now flip yep. a coin. It's like, okay, I'll take that. Right. I'll take that bet. Um, yeah. Okay. But, but it gets worse, right? Because, I mean, it well, do, yeah. do teams really only work on three things at a time? Probably not. So maybe we should fast forward to kind of a more realistic scenario, which is 
let's say, which is a more realistic, something like, like I don't know, 10 features at a time. Yeah, what, right? what happens if we are working on 10 features at a time? Yeah. Uh, and and, and there is, there, there, there's the result, there's the grid for that. There's the, there's the results for that, which are, um, uh, the first time I ran this, I, 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 was, I wasn't as surprised as I should have been, but I was pretty surprised. <laughs> But I mean, hopefully, everybody, I mean, we should pause here and let, let maybe people just kind of study this for, for a second um, before we start, you know, mm -hmm. um, chatting in their ear. Um, there's, there's some astonishing, astonishing things going on here. Um, and hopefully the side-by-side -side view is, I think, great um, that kind of illustrates this. So I don't know, maybe kind of, kind of soak this in for, for a second, but okay, okay, Pratik, yeah, kind of take it away. What's, what's kind of the big, the big things going on here? So once again, just to reiterate, um, between these two, between these two pictures, the only thing that has changed is the feature whip, the number of features we work on, on any, at, at the same time at any given time. Everything else is the same. All other assumptions are equal. Um, so everything else being equal, just by changing feature whip, you can see that when we work on 10 things at a time, of uh, that, for example, that, uh, number 10 there has, has jumped into the yellow. It's, it's 83, 84% at this point. It used to be only 62, but, and you can see some of the higher priority ones have actually turned red. What's the most interesting for me at least is your number one feature. The number one feature that we wanted to get done, which was at almost a hundred early on, has now dropped down to that 83, 84% range, which is the same as the number 10 feature. And, and I agree that that is by far and away to me, the biggest takeaway, because think about this from a product owner or a product manager perspective, right? If I'm looking at the simulation on the left, I'm like, absolutely for certain, 100%, we are going to, I am going to get my number one priority features, my number one priority feature. So it, it should be, it should be the most certain thing on the board, right? That's, that's the whole point of prioritizing is yep. because my number one feature should be the thing that I get. But if we look in the real world, if we're, if we're modeling the real world where we're actually working on 10 things at a time instead of just one thing at a time, now my number one feature, not so certain. And in fact, it's a lot less than certain. And, you know, and what's, what's shocking is my number, uh, my number 15 priority feature is actually, <laughs> I have more confidence in getting my 15 priority feature than I do in my one priority feature. Yep. I mean, that's, like I said, if, if, you, if you just put your, your product owner hat on or your product manager hat on for a second, this is profound, I think. Yeah, like even, even your number 17 feature has about the same chance <laughs> as your number one feature. Yeah. Think, think about that. I mean, you've gone through all this work of prioritizing and saying, this is, this is the thing that I want by this release. But by the end of the release, I could be getting, I could get feature 17, but, prob but potentially not feature number one. Yeah, you've, you've not only have you, I mean, you've, you've probably collected all this data from customers. You've probably collected a whole bunch of feedback from mm -hmm. places to go, oh, that thing, that is the highest priority thing. Not only have you spent all that time doing that, meanwhile, at the end of the day, you might have to go back to your customers and say, hey, that number one thing, that really didn't get done, but number 17's there. Right. And so, you probably, when you're going through your prioritization exercise, you probably made some some sacrifices and some trade-offs right. and things like that to get that thing to be number one. Like this is my yeah, number yeah. one priority. This is the one that I have to get. You probably did some of that trading 
yep. a, a lot of trade-offs. You did a lot of work to get that to be your number one priority feature. And it turns out, okay, great. You got, you got feature 17 instead, right? So. Yeah. And, and, and just to, just to reel this back a little bit, I, I sort of get why it's counterintuitive or why it's at least unintuitive. It's because we are, we're naturally programmed to think that if we put things in priority order, it will just happen in priority order. Uh, when we have capacity, it goes top down. It doesn't go sideways as we're talking about here. Right. The fact of the matter is when you work on more than one thing at a time, uh, all those things that you're working on at that point are priority one. If you're working on the top three things at the same time, you have a top three. You don't have a one, two, three. Those, those are the same uh, level priority. And that's what this is reflecting. Yep. So instead of encapsulating risk feature by feature, now what we're doing is we're actually spreading that risk off, you know, across several features. Um, and I, I know you're going to talk here in a second about how that risk kind of manifests itself. Yep. But that's really what's happening is we're, we're now spreading that risk. And if you're looking closely, you can see, you know, how that risk is manifesting. There are certain attributes of these features that cause them to accumulate more risk than others. And they might, you know, it might, it might seem obvious to you. Um, it wasn't necessarily obvious to me, but this should be, even if it is kind of confusing, it should be obvious to you. The more things that you work on, the, the less chance you have of getting all of those things done. I mean, this is, this is a lesson of, uh, you know, this is a lesson of Little's Law. This is why we talk about limiting work in progress in Kanban. This is, this is, this is why those th that theory is so important. Yeah. So, so help us understand why, why, are some, why are some features looking better, some features working worse? How is that risk really manifesting itself? Why, 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 why does that happen the way that it does? Yeah, as, as, as Dan, as you just very eloquently put, that risk is being redistributed. Right. That the same amount of risk that exists on the left-hand side sort of exists on the right-hand side. It's just been redistributed. And, and the best way to show mm. how it has been. Sorry, say that, say that again slowly, because that's, that's great. Say, you said it better the, than I did. Say that again. The same amount of risk that exists on the left-hand side also exists on the right-hand side. It just has been redistributed amongst the features. Right. That's, but, that's key. That's key. Yeah. Yeah. By virtue of mul working multiple features at the same time, we have redistributed that risk. Right. The best way to kind of show how it got redistributed is actually to go to the other extreme from working on one feature at a time to working all features at the same time. <laughs> what if we started yeah. all features, all 18 at the same time? Uh, we put them, we lined them up and said, ready, set, go. What are, happens are, then? Are my eyes playing tricks on me? Is, is 18 actually better than 10? Is it? I don't know. Is 18 better than 10? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I don't know. I, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to say. If you, but, if you but, look but at anyway. that number one feature, it's dropped from 83 to 75. Meanwhile, this one is now 1.4. Yeah. Um, anyway, now, go ahead. Yeah, so, so what, um, what ends up happening, of course, is, is, is um, as you go from one, let's look at these two extremes. I just want to look at these two extremes. Let's forget about the others for now. As you go from working on one feature to working on all of them at the same time, that risk that with the one feature case was all at the bottom of the priority order. As you went down the priority order, the risk to the feature increased. 
Now, and I don't have the table sorted in that manner, but if I sorted that table with the, with the whip of 18 by, by feature size, as in by story, by number of stories, you will see that any feature that has uh, just one story will go all the way to the top, will have the lowest amount of risk, and the features with the most number of stories will have the most amount of risk. So for example, if you look at any feature that has uh, only one story in it, which is like feature number two, feature number four, five, 13, and 15, they are all 99% and above. Meanwhile, feature number seven that has 13 stories and feature number nine that has 23 stories, those have dropped to the bottom of the, of the pile. In, yeah. in essence, what happens as you start working on more and more features at the same time is you start moving from priority order to size order. So, yeah, so, so, so many questions here. Again, from, from a product owner perspective, what's interesting about this, see now you have a better chance of getting your lowest priority feature than your highest priority mm -hmm. feature because of what Pratik just said, because your lowest priority feature is only, only four stories where your highest priority feature is five stories. You wouldn't think it would make that big of a difference, but it does. Right, um, and then the uh, you know the, the the second thing that we we need to we, we need to talk about is kind of the the, the last thing you said was uh, this 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 whole pri priority thing um, and the effect of size on priority. So this is something we were talking about before the call. So Pratik doesn't do, why isn't this an argument for well. Obviously, this means we need to know exactly how many how many stories are in a feature because we need to know that mobile view is is twenty three stories, and the only reason this works is because we know mobile view is twenty three stories. Why yeah. is this not an argument for that? I, is the in a I, way it is, but then you're adding the extra assumption of nothing will change. Yeah. Because knowing that exact size is one, almost impossible. And, and two, having that sort of, we talked about probabilistic versus deterministic thinking a few episodes back. Having that sort of a deterministic view will only lead you to, 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 the, to incorrect conclusions. Yep. Now, what it does get us to though is having a great disparity in size and features might be very, very dangerous. Uh, that, yeah, that's what I was hoping you would talk about, right? Because we, I don't know how much we've, in the past few episodes, I don't know how much we've talked about right sizing um, or the effect of, because essentially what we're saying here is the effect of batch size on uncertainty. That's, that's essentially what, what we're seeing here. And obviously a feature that has 23 stories is much, much more uncertain than a feature with even say four stories, right? Or, you know, five, five stories. And so the, the lesson, the uh, Unfortunately, I think the takeaway for most people would be, well, okay, obviously this, this is why we need to know that mobile view is 23 stories so that we can assess this risk. That's not, I mean, while that's kind of the lesson, it's not really, the lesson is why the heck is mo the mobile view feature, feature 23 stories? Why, what did we do to let it get that big? Because we know when it's that big, it's, um, that size is going to accumulate all the risk. Accumulate, not cumulate. It's going to... <laughs> you know, it's, it's going to be, it's, there's going to be a giant sucking sound for all the risk, the bigger that a feature is, you know? And so the takeaway here needs to be not that we need to know exactly how many stories are in a feature for me. Anyway, the takeaway is we need to understand what is kind of that threshold 
at which risk becomes unacceptable and we need to start breaking up our, our features into, um, into smaller features because that's the better strategy for, for getting these things done. Yeah, that's, I mean, it, and I think we, we've, I don't know if we've said this before or not, but if, if, if I were to advise a team to do anything, any two things, I'll, I'll, I'll just, just, the, just do these two things, um, work in small batches and limit whip. That's, that's essentially all you need to do. Everything else takes care of itself. Um, obviously, this team seems like they were trying to do that, but they let two of those features get away from them. Uh, or, or two of those features are, are where they haven't done that yet. Um, and and that's, that, that's exactly what, what, what the product manager should be looking at. Because I think product management is probably the harder job <laughs> overall in, in, in software development. Because it's, it's as much about saying no to what we are going to do as it is about saying yes to what we're going to do. As in that feature in there with 23 stories probably is trying to solve five different problems. <laughs> exactly. Well, so now let me, let me ask you this, Pratik, because I, I don't know if you have a visual for this, but okay, so now I'm a product owner or product manager and I'm looking at this and, you know, I'm looking at this mobile view feature, 1.41% chance. I mean, that, that's, that's zero, right? I am not getting that in this release. I am just not. Okay. So let's say, okay, well, uh, I don't want it to be my ninth priority feature. I want it to be my number one. I want it to be my number one feature. Yeah. If I were to do that, does my risk change? In a whip of 18? In a whip of 18. Does my risk change? So short answer is no. Yep. Long answer is I don't have a view for that. Okay. But, <laughs> but yeah, in this case, it won't change. It's, 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 it will be exactly the same. And that's, to me, that's, uh, how many times have I said that's key, right? I think I've said that. Somebody, we should take a drink every time, right? Yeah. Right. Because kind of the tool in most project managers or product managers toolbox in terms of managing risk is okay. Well, if this thing looks risky, we'll just make it a higher priority. And what mm -hmm. we're showing here, hopefully, what we're demonstrating here is simply by making it a higher priority, ain't going to get it done, right? That's you know, in a high whip environment, making it a higher priority has little to no impact on your ability to get that particular feature um, in this release. And so you might think, well, of course, it's my number one feature, I'm gonna get it. You're not gonna get it because you're not controlling WIP. Yeah, and, and, and in, 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 in lieu of controlling WIP, the only tool, because priority is not a tool anymore, the product manager has, has left in his or her arsenal is, can we make the feature smaller? Because we have gone from, from a whip of one where priority determines what gets done and what doesn't to a whip of all where size determines whether things get done or not. At that yep. point, can we make this thing smaller? So, I keep telling you to say that, but if you can say that again, because that's really the big takeaway is yeah. what's, what's the lever, what's, what's the determiner of risk in these environments? In the, in, yes. the low, in the low whip environment, what's the one, you know, how do we handle risk? How do we, yeah. what, what, so, so in general, product managers have essentially two ways of figuring out, of, of handling, handling risk. There might be others uh, too. Te technically three. Technically. Yeah, but in, in the case where we're talking about right now, where we're not going to be able to move the date. <laughs> okay, four. Technically four, because I was thinking about okay. size, but, but that's Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, well, we're going to talk about size kind of, but yeah. Okay. Um, in, in, whip, in whip of one, when, when in a low, in extremely low whip environment, 
if you move these features around in, in priority, you're able to affect what is the probability of them getting done. It doesn't, it, it, the size of them will matter a little bit, but the priority is the bigger determinant. In a whip of all, where you're working on all of them at the same time, moving them around in priority will do nothing. The only lever you, ha lever you have left at that point is, is the individual feature size, is how can I make this feature smaller? What can I get out of here in, in order to, to get this thing done? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I, just, I just think that's so cool. That, that result in and of itself is just so cool because intuitively as a product manager, you think the hammer that you have is priority. And if you're not controlling whip, you know, pr priority is, you know, you know, a, you know, a fool's errand, right? I mean, it's like, you know, who, who cares? Right? Like you said, they're, they're all priority one. The thing is, it's, it's, it, doesn't take, it doesn't take a whip of 18 to show that, right? If we go back to way back early on, when we were looking up at a whip of two, even in the whip of two, the size, just because this, this feature number nine is so much bigger than the other features, already starts to dominate. It already starts having the effect of, you know, this thing has gone from, from being seven, it's dropped by more than 50%. Yep. It's all, it's, 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 and you don't have to be in an environment where whip is every feature. You might be in, still in an environment where whip is only two features and it already starts to have an effect. Right. And so this is, you know, as, as for the product managers out there and, and really for, for development teams as well. You know, product managers have, I think, you know, had to, had to beaten into their heads, you know, priority, 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 you know, it's, it's so important to have a prioritized backlog and it's so important to work, you know, priority. But as a product manager, I would argue your bigger frustration, your bigger, your bigger source of anger, if you will, should be if teams are not working in a controlled whip environment. That's mm -hmm. where you, you should get really upset you shouldn't get necessarily so upset about if they're not working a priority. You should get upset about that. But your bigger, you know, your, your bigger source of anger should be if they're not controlling WIP, you know, because it's when they don't control WIP that now this stuff becomes completely unpredictable, throw priority out, out the window, um, and, you know, risk, risk can pop up wherever, and, and, that, yep. and, and that's the problem. Yeah, and, and, and if, we, if we haven't made this point already, uh, if you just consider a very, very extreme case of this, imagine that first, uh, that first feature is 50 stories and everything else is one story. Uh, your view on the, on the left-hand side will go, the first one is for sure, and then there's a decreasing order in which things can happen. The view on the right will go, the first feature is definitely not going to happen, but all the others will. Because uh, if you start all of them at the same time, those one-story features are just going to get knocked out. Um, meanwhile, the, uh, the, that, that big, huge feature will take forever. Okay. And that's, that's the effect that we're showing uh, by introducing feature whip into our Monte Carlo simulations. So this, this has been a, a fairly, fairly dense episode. I have to say it's been kind of, kind of one of my favorites because, because the, I think that the content is um, Im impactful and so, so important uh, for, for people to understand. So, I mean, you know, if, if we can just, just kind, of, kind of wrap up, while Monte Carlo is an extremely, extremely powerful tool, you, you have to be very, very, very careful about the assumptions that you're, you're feeding into it. And you may not even realize the assumptions that you're, because you know, there are a lot of tools out there, 
again, without naming names, there's a lot of tools out there that will say, oh yeah, just, just feed these features and feed these you know, priority order and you're, you're gonna get a view like the left side of the, of the picture here. Um, but that is not um, a realistic, a more, a more realistic, more accurate, if you will, view of the world because if we're really working on you know, even three features or 10 features or you know, God forbid, 18 features at a time, your understanding of risk changes dramatically. Um, and so that's, that, that's really kind of, kind, kind of the big, away, big takeaway, as Pratik said. You know, in, in controlled work in progress, um, limited you know, environments, the lever that you pull is priority, right? It's kind of kind of what you've been taught. Unfortunately, we work in we work in these 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 contexts in the world of very very high whip environment, um, and in that case, you prioritize all you want. Not going to matter. In that case, it's 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 really about the size size of the feature. So, this is yet, you know, if if you haven't figured it out, this is yet another reason why we hammer home this idea of control work in progress, control work in progress, control work in progress. Um, but, but as Pratik said, just even controlling work in progress is not enough. You know, at some point you were still going to have to control that batch size. You know, even if you control work in progress, that 23 feet, that 23 story feature is still way too big uh, and probably a candidate for, uh, uh, for breaking up. So, um, since you did all the hard work in putting together the simulation, obviously everybody should thank Pratik for all the hard work in putting this simulation together. Pratik, I will, I will give you the, the last word on this. What, um, what, what else would you say about, um, about feature whip Monte Carlo? Yeah, the, the, the one thing that I, I will say, and you kind of hit on that earlier, uh, go back to this whip of two and whip of three simulations. Even if you're controlling whip, if you're not controlling batch size, frankly, you're not controlling whip because mm. you're, you, all you're doing is hiding whip in those big batches. So you might think you're controlling whip, but you're actually hiding whip in those big batches, as you can see here. And that is why you would want to include your feature whip into your Monte Carlo simulations because it will expose where you're hiding whip so that you can then attack that because that, that is where risk is hiding. Very, very, very well said. So um, you may want to rewatch this episode two, three, four times um, because we did, <laughs> we did cover a lot. I. I mean, I personally think it makes intuitive sense. Obviously, the more things that you work on, the more risk that you are going to assume. That, to me, that's just obvious. I think, but for a lot of people, it's not. It's hard to argue with these numbers that, that Pratik has put together. So um, thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much for sticking with, sticking with us through, through this, this whole thing. Like I said, it, is, you know, it, it was a fairly dense topic. Um, but for this episode, I think we're gonna call it good for this episode of Drunk Agile. So for Pratik Singh, my name is Daniel Vacanti. Um, thank you very much for joining us. Keep drinking whiskey, I'm out. I need to go to my next one. So keep drinking some whiskey and uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Good night, everybody. Thank you.